Welcome to Cash Considerations, the podcast that takes you behind the Las Vegas sportsbook from the guys who actually work behind it with your hosts, Alan Berg and Dave Sharapan. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's official. I am back from the beach, the sand, the island known as Hawaii, or specifically Oahu. It was a great time, and I had to walk straight back into college basketball. So, yes, fantastic. And with me is my man, Mo, who, uh, you know, is, is doing a fantastic job this evening. How are you doing, Mo? My man, it's always good to see you. Quick little fist pound. Uh, no, it's good to see you, man. Me and Dave have been, you know, making some slights, some, some small jokes that you weren't ever going to come back. So it was great to see you walking to work. And also to see your reaction to me sweating out college basketball games again. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, there was definitely a lag for me coming back because I was, you know, trying to stay. But here I am. The next time I hear the word lag, <laughs> it'll be the end of you. That's a guarantee. Oh, that was a great joke for us that we had some uh, fun stuff going on in the uh, studio tonight. But anyway, we're with you guys. Uh, we will talk a little college basketball here. Big big story with the Yahoo Sports breaking uh, about big programs paying players or them getting you know benefits that they're not supposed to get according to NCAA rules. Uh, we're going to touch a little bit on some NFL stuff, some free agency, some draft, maybe a little future talk. Uh, and then I might even be able to slide in a little bit of NBA for my people out there that actually like watching the NBA like me and might be starving for a little NBA talk on the show. Hopefully we'll have time for that. And uh, But first, uh, with my man Mo being the college guy, I'm going to throw it to him. Uh, what do you make of all this stuff that's going on? It's It's been a <laughs> – well, as far as the Rick Pitino deal not too long ago that <laughs> kind of got him put out, which is, you know, that's my guy, man. It was tough to see him, you know, go out. But – yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the big one being DeAndre Aiden getting the uh, the hundred thousand dollars, chump change. That's small to most yeah, of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, not too. That's not much. But uh, you know, for Arizona, who lost uh, their star guard in Alonzo Trier, uh, it's it's rough right now for Arizona. It's been you know tough climbing. But for the for the dozens of teams that have been uh, caught up in this probe, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward with them. Yeah, I mean, you know, at least you know Arizona wants to win. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think this is like one of those secrets that uh, I think we all speculate goes on that, you know, certain players have certain cars or they got mom's got a new house or and you, and you say, well, where did they where did they come up with all this stuff? And no. Yeah. I mean, well, well, most most people or guys on campus or, you know, anybody that's around the team, they try to keep it on the hush. And, uh, you know, especially the NCAA who. I mean, it's hard to really say what they do or what they don't know, which they know, parentheses. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a story getting broken like this, uh, uh, you know, it, it hurts them more, uh, I think, from a personal standpoint because they probably knew what was going on for, you know, X amount of years. Oh, no question about it. I mean, they're, they're keeping it as hush as, as anyone else with all the money they have. And, you know, all this talk of integrity that's flying around in the sports betting world, it really makes me laugh about this kind of stuff, how – it's, you know, not, oh, it's not okay, you can't pay these kids, and we'll make billions of dollars off them, and I love it. I think it's fantastic yeah. that it's coming out. I hope it's gigantic, and I hope it really does hit, like, all the major programs, because this will be the, the catalyst, I think, to changing a lot of what goes on. It's going to destroy, you know, well, not only just, uh, you know, the uh, uh, you know the legacy of the, the actual colleges, 
Um, but, you know, recruiting in general, you know, it's hard to really, I, I don't know which one you want more, $100,000 or integrity. I mean, really, you know, to speak for the for the kids. But, you know, it, it's a different time. I mean, most of them are there for a year, the guys that they're recruiting that are, as good, you know, the you know the really great players that are, you know, supposed to be in the NBA. So, uh, you know, a little bit of money, you know, never really hurt for guys that are only there for a year and not four. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, that's the big thing is that with the change of how, college basketball just isn't what it once was because guys go the best guys go for a year and go to the pros so they get millions of dollars which is completely understandable um but getting back to you know our our uh our backbone of what we do here um do you see like anything as far as from betting standpoints that uh people should maybe just keep an eye on and and uh going forward do you feel like that there's going to be some some wild stuff that happens with lines and futures and all this kind of thing. I mean, what, what do you kind of, I mean, obviously it's still really early, but do you speculate anything at all right now? Well, I mean, from the teams that actually came out of the Adidas scandal before the season actually started, I think there were some numbers that moved around or uh, uh, maybe some futures that probably got put into a different perspective because of uh, coaches and players being involved. Um, but for right now, I'll probably have to slowly creep. I think Arizona's probably going to get hit hard here uh, while Sean Miller's going to be getting talked to. But regardless, uh, down the road, it could there could be you know, more, more or less of a, a spin on some of the teams and some of the numbers, but I think for the most part it should be the same. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that I find interesting is, I, you know, we were kind of talking about it at work tonight. I mean, does this, is this guy coaching tomorrow? No. Like, they're in prime time on ESPN, like – what do you do here? I well, mean, it's a, technically it's still, I guess, an allegation. Right, yeah. So what does Arizona do? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I mean, obviously Aiden should be on the court, I mean, even taking that money. But within Sean Miller, these guys are going to be, you know, kind of driving him to to see what's going on or what just happened during this probe or, you know, the call and stuff like that. So their mind's going to be on millions of different things. And, it's you know, most of it's probably not going to be on the court uh, when they're in Eugene tomorrow against Oregon. Did uh, I was kind of dealing with a lot of UFC and, and a bunch of other nonsense that, uh, and we kind of take our own, you know, course through, uh, working it here at Caesars and yeah. stuff. Yep. Um, but you're kind of like the college guy. Uh, what, what did you see going on in that Arizona line? I mean, it, were books taking it down? Was there some quick moves and not quick moves? I mean, what, what was kind of the general market doing at that point? Well, that we kind of broke, we opened it up short. Oregon as a favorite, uh, within one and a half and two, and then as soon as the allegation hit, thank you Yahoo. Uh, most of the offshore uh, books uh, they ended up yanking their lines, um, and then I was kind of going through and seeing what other shops were doing. So, and most of them were either moving just a half point or taking their theirs off as well. But right now it's sitting around three, uh, two and a half, and uh, we took a couple bets uh, from some guys at two already. So. Um, you know, as far as the news that's broken out, I mean, it's it's definitely going to bother Arizona, especially playing on the road. Right on. Um, well, I think this is a good part to get to kind of what you see for the week. And uh, tomorrow, obviously, is a big day for college hoops. And sure. Do you have some things to give out to the people? And, uh, uh, I'm just going to pull up this pillow here and uh, <laughs> just give me a good tap on the knee when you're finished, all right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just uh, – obviously, Saturday is going to be 685 D1 games. Uh, probably more around, you know, just different colleges in general. I, I just wanted to go over more of the uh, the exciting ones. So, 
uh, rest well, my friend, for <laughs> for the moment. Oh, I know your stuff's good. It's just you know, for those that follow <laughs> the show, it's 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 just nap time for me. It's college basketball, so you know. Yeah, the, um, it is what it is. Right now, I think uh, the biggest game or the one that'll probably be betrayed the most uh, uh, would be uh, Kansas Texas Tech. Texas Tech being at home, um, I think they're a game and a, a game and a half behind Kansas. Uh, Kansas being is a popular bet right now for uh, for futures. That's kind of getting driven down in the market. Uh, Texas is a two and a half point favorite, so that's definitely one people should be uh, on the lookout for. Others following uh, Virginia, number one team in the country, nineteen and a half point favorite, twenty point favorite against Pitt on the road, uh, should be able to handle them easily. Uh, Villanova and Creighton, Villanova coming off some big wins. Uh, they're a seven and a half point favorite against Creighton on the road. Should be a de- uh, definitely a decent one to watch there. Uh, I'll follow up a couple other ones with Wichita State also laying seven and a half against SMU. Uh, big game for Wichita State. They've been stringing together some really good wins. Uh, that should be definitely one to watch if you're going to be watching some top ten hoops. Duke laying 13 against Syracuse. Syracuse had a, a rough outing against North Carolina at home. Pulled it, you know, brought it back. Uh, ended up losing North Carolina. North Carolina pulled it out. Michigan, who's on their way up, playing Maryland. It's a pick. Uh, really love Michigan in that spot. I know they've been rough on the road. And then I'll end it with, uh, obviously, the one we talked about, Oregon and Arizona, to see how that kind of goes um, uh, as far as uh, one of the late-night games that we should definitely watch and, you know, see what happens, see how Arizona does with all the uh, commotion going on. Uh, after that, while uh, Allen's still kind of just – hanging around. I want to get these out. But these are uh, plays that I was actually looking at that I think have uh, really good value. So uh, bear with me. If you want to make some DeAndre Ayton money, uh, go ahead and play some of these <laughs> when you get the chance. I love it. Uh, William & Mary plus three against a, a, a steamrolling call to Charleston. Uh, I know you probably don't care about any of those teams, just those two teams. But I think William & Mary plus three before that number drops should be fine. One that I was talking about with Allen when he just... Uh, a cover at home against Louisville. So those are four that uh, that I'll go on with. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, good luck to everyone and stuff like that. We're, you know, trying to do better, and we're trying to be just as honest as the NCAA isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Alan, you can wake up if you could. Oh, yeah, man, I'm back. Uh yeah, that I, I agree with you, man. I agree with everything you just said. No, I know. I seen. I seen. No, I was watching the whole your your face. Yeah, I was seeing everything that was happening. I said, well, okay. <laughs> Thanks for the faith. Well, as you might know, this podcast was started on the basis of really mainly the NFL, and that's that's our meat here. So I do want to kind of touch on just some early things that were going on. But first, for any of my guys who are in there, you know, mid-30s to early 40s in there. I got a little treat for you real quick. 
Ah, yes, 11-year-old me is super fired up hearing some old Madden 91 theme music that my 20-something-year-old Mo knows nothing about. <laughs> but uh, that that used to be the game, man. It was the first 11-on-11 video game, and, and I played the hell out of that in my house as a kid. Sonic was, was really the only game that mattered on <laughs> Sega anyway. So, I mean, even when I do hear uh, the 8-bit... Uh, um, you know, music, theme music coming out. Uh, I'm just uh, sharing it, the nostalgia with you. So. That was 16-bit, brother. Oh, oh, so, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't come I don't out, know out like that. I don't know my numbers. Yeah, my numbers are <laughs> off, man. Mm. Oh, man. Well, anyways, <laughs> as Mo chokes on some coffee. Um, so mainly, like, I just kind of want to touch on a little some things that are going on in the NFL. Obviously, free agency um, is going to get underway pretty soon here with, uh, you know, the bigger, bigger fish kind of coming off the board and whatnot. Um, first, let me just uh, let me just throw one to you, Mo. Um, where do you think Kirk Cousins will end up? It seems like everyone has like you know ideas of where he's going to end up, and he seems like the guy that you know is going to command the most money. Which, depending on how you feel about him, you might think it's it's crazy. But I mean, quarterback is just such a big deal. If you don't have one, it's very hard to win. So, uh, what do you think about Kirk Cousins as a player? And then secondly, where do you think you'll see him end up? I have so much mixed emotions about Kirk Cousins. I don't know if we have enough time to kind of go over that. Uh, I think he's a. I think he's a good player. Um, I mean, he showed that he can, you know, get along with his teammates and uh, uh, get out there and you know let uh, understand play playbooks and he, you know, he's he, he's great. I think for any other team that really wants uh, a guy that you know is going to be there and, and actually. Uh, you know, learn and uh, go through a system where, you know, it's based on him. Uh, I feel like he could be a perfect asset. Um, not really a big quarterback guy, so it's really hard to trust my opinion. Um, <laughs> but I think, like, I, I don't know. I felt like the Jets was probably, like, a, a good spot he could be in a t- uh, where the Jets can actually pay him enough um, where they got, you know, they, they were very capable last year, played pretty well when everyone thought they were, you know, a real down team. And, uh, you know, if uh, you can get a good quarterback there, um, you know, he could probably change some things in the AFC East in the future when the Patriots on their way are on their way out. Okay. So now let's assume that he does end up there. Do you think that there's any type of movement future-wise? Like, are the Jets a real contender, or are they like a fringe playoff team with Kirk Cousins? Uh, well, oddly enough, uh, here at Caesars, somehow the Jets have been a popular bet somehow. Uh, I don't know if it's just a bunch of Jets fans that came in from out of town. But, I, I mean, I could see a – Slight number movement, uh, just because now they got a stable QB, someone to work around. Uh, so it'll definitely give us a little bit of an urge to just move it a little bit, shave some some uh, um, some of the dollars off that. But uh, regardless, I don't know if he's a, uh, you know, going to be making leaps and bounds with the team that you know uh, has been dysfunctional for uh, quite a amount of years. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of can see them going from you know like. Say if they're sixty to one or whatever we have Matt right now, I'm not. I think sure exactly. we're, I think they're at eighty five or a hundred because we sh- we had to chop it obviously because we've been getting a bunch of bets okay. and stuff. Like okay, that, well, so. yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he's he's the kind of guy where you maybe take the Jets down to like forty to one. Sure, just because I think he's good enough to to at least get popularity. Right, we're gonna get those bets. Not, uh, I don't think his situation is nearly as good as like Jimmy Garoppolo out in San Francisco where you saw like twenty to one, eighteen to one hit the board yeah. the second that it came out. Because I think that's some real stuff going on there. 
um, where Cousins will be much more of a we're not quite sure yet, and then also the added factor of the Patriots twice a year and right. the domination of that division. Exactly, yeah. Um, is there anywhere he goes where you'd say, whoa, like that could completely swing everything? I mean, well, I, I think for one, uh, as far as a team that everyone that actually watches any type of football could probably base their opinion around would probably be the Broncos, um, where anyone uh, – you know, where the Broncos are at defensively. Um, and, you know, Vance Joseph, I think, kind of got a rough break this year, even after having a, a, a decent opening this season. And then they, I don't know, reeled off like 10 straight losses or something like that. Yeah. But um, if you can get a guy like, a, you know, a Kirk Cousins or somebody like, you know, stability, it's definitely key in the NFL. And, you know, I think around a team like that, uh, that's where people should actually be kind of uh, – um, keying in on as far as the team that can make a jump. Yeah, I think especially because the Broncos stands out to me as well just because, um, you know, that division's not exactly – there's no real powerhouse. I think there's teams that if they put it together could come up with a nice season, like a 12-4 and year, uh, especially if, like, Mahomes pans out for the Chiefs or if Carr bounces back with Gruden and they find a running game and they – and they get all that going. I think there's there's potential a lot a, a lot of teams in that division, but Cousins would to me make the Broncos a definite front runner in that division. Most definitely. I well, I in that what you were saying to Kian or to piggyback off the uh, AFC East. No, 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 AFC West. I apologize. Uh, not as bad as the Clemson mistake. <laughs> Want to go over that? But um, uh, yeah. So uh, as far as you know the Chargers. I think they started what zero and four or one and five, and yeah. I think they were like almost two games. Like they almost won that division, which is right. insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so even like the Chargers, who definitely have a you know plenty of upside as well with the uh, Derek Carr Gruden deal, and then um, you know Mahomes and, and uh, the Chiefs are you know a perennial front runner in that uh, division. I definitely think Kirk Cousins can give the Broncos a chance to uh, climb back in and uh, you know be a contender. Right on. Um, you don't yeah. like Arizona? You don't think? Uh, He'd be good there. I, I think there's too many question marks with the Cardinals. I, I just don't think Cousins picks them because there's just they they don't have a coach. Sure. Uh, well, I mean they do have a coach, but right. I mean, Arians was the guy. Yeah. Then they lose him, so there's no stability. At least even with the Jets, Bowles is coming back. Yeah. He did a pretty damn good job coaching, in my that opinion, was incredible. with the talent. Yeah. No, it was insane. Um, Unbelievable. So, yeah, and I, I think that speaks volumes there. Plus, he can make the most money there. Right. Um, I think that's what really matters with Cousins, right? Yeah. I, I wonder. You know. I mean. What, Pay him. Would you rather be? Would you rather make seventy five million dollars and feel like you can win the Super Bowl this year, or make ninety million and go? Well, I may never quite win the Super Bowl with this team. We have a lot of work to do. I, uh, I almost feel like the seventy five is better. Yeah. Just because if you can win this year, to me that's such a bigger deal. Like with the bonuses and all these other things that you can get and the endorsements and plus, I mean, Denver would make a lot of sense because Denver loves football, man. I mean, he'll be a star out there if they if they successfully like make the playoffs again and all that. I mean. He, He'll have a little bit of that Elway rub, right? You know, as yeah. a quarterback, I mean, so. like, well, he he grew up. He played at a uh, Michigan State, where their you know uh, their football is uh, you know rugged, and mm-hmm. um, you know for someone that can get into something like that, where they could be mean, uh, and you know Denver, you know, has that identity to kind of uh, you know rub it in your face and stuff like that. I think uh, Cousins would definitely help him out, um, but I mean between. 75, you know, and 90 is so minuscule, it's insane to really... Aiden isn't making anything. Yeah. My boy DeAndre, you know, with 100 Gs. (laughs) I always got to step back because I couldn't believe that number. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, it's not even 5,000 or 10,000 in the envelope. It's like a... 
no, 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 no. I think a hundred thousand would be fine to solidify his place here in Arizona. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, it's. I didn't uh, mean to bring more college basketball. I mean, I no, no, no. It's fine. I, I love this whole talk of the scandal. I mean, part of my part of my issues with college basketball, college football, has always been just how the NCAA is just making all this money off the backs of these kids, and then being like, "Oh yeah, congratulations, you get a scholarship." It's like. Once upon a time, sure, but this is a whole different animal we're dealing with nowadays, and and they the top guys especially deserve more than they're getting. That's that's all I know. The TV deals alone, that's what I I'm mean, it, that has nothing to do with what they make off like uh, memorabilia and stuff like that for the actual, you know, the the program. Yeah. But yeah, like, well, if the kids aren't playing, then none of it's possible. So I mean, exactly. in reality, and the coaches are just getting paid wild, and the refs. It's criminal. Oh, they they make it about college, yet they're the one making all the money. So that's why they make it that way. And oh, it's just, it's just a scam. Yeah. They know, they know it. They're loving it. They're drinking the champagne or whatever. Oh yeah, Pascavasier. No, um, it's, oh, the lizard humans. <laughs> so I guess we'll move on here. Uh, also, another free agency thing was um, the Dolphins tagged uh, Jarvis Landry, who's probably the best you know wide receiver on the market. Is that a, um, is that trade? Is that trade bait? Are they, are they yeah, yeah. To, they, 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 yeah. Apparently, they franchise tagged him with the complete intention of trading him. Sure, that makes um, sense. Yeah. And the good news for the Dolphins is, is it doesn't sound like they'll be stuck with him. There's tons of suitors. Um, I've seen like Ravens, Bears, Niners, Jets. Um, I forget. There's a couple more. I mean, that's, I mean, like a, just, that's a great amount right there. All, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's. It, I want to say it was like six, seven teams, something like that. Um, oh yeah, Titans was one. Titans could definitely uh, use Panthers him. was another. Oh, Panthers. Well, um, you know, the, I mean, the, the Cam Newton debacle that they couldn't throw it anywhere. Yeah, and there was reports that they said that they want to re- revamp their entire receiver. Sure. Core, yeah. You know? yeah. Not necessarily yeah. like taking it away from the young guys, but they really feel like they need more bodies. And Who's their best receiver? What's his name? Devin uh, Funches. That's oh probably their best receiver. Yeah. And then oh. they had the rookie Curtis Samuel who got hurt all year. So yeah, I didn't even see him once. Yeah. yeah right. It seemed that way for sure. He went back to Ohio State. He's getting paid again. <laughs> He's playing I'm basketball. Not, yeah, no, He's playing basketball. He changed his name. You keep trying he to turn this back to no. basketball, dog, but it's not happening. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Um, no, I mean what. Uh, with Jarvis Landry, I mean, this is a guy who is capable of catching 100 passes. I mean, he's like he's got a ton of ability of just getting open. He's not, you know, your huge like six four, uh, you know, Mike Evans, your your Larry Fitzgeralds, uh, your AJ Greens. But what he does in between the hashes, I mean, he just you know he keeps moving the chains. And those guys they're they're not that easy to find in all reality, unless you have Tom Brady and it doesn't matter who you roll out there. Um, but I, I think he can be a big difference maker depending on the type of team he goes to. For Just as an example, in my, my club, the Bears, uh, there's people out there that couldn't win $20,000 and tell me who the top three receiving uh, catches were led by which receivers for the Bears. I don't think anybody could really answer that question without looking it up on the Internet. So I, I think he's a huge, be huge for Mitchell Trubisky in, in a year or two. I, I would love to get Jarvis Landry. Uh, I would I'd give up at least a second rounder, if not a second uh, mid pick too. Well, I, I'm pretty sure the Dolphins will be, uh, you know, they'll as far as the suitors that they have, they know they have a lot of um, uh, give on what they want back for Jarvis because what he's done in the last couple of years has been, you know, pretty incredible. Right. Uh, big fantasy guy, obviously, yep. um, which has nothing to do with on the field to to an extent as far as getting paid. <laughs> but it may. Uh, no, I, I like Jarvis Landry, man. He can. Uh, I, you can play him outside. You can play him inside. Um, great all around the route tree. 
um, you know, selfless type of guy. He plays, you know, with the team as well. And, uh, yeah, man, he, he goes out and gets it every Sunday, man. Every Sunday, every Monday, every Thursday. He's, he's out there. I like Jarvis. I You know, him and T.Y. Hilton are two guys that, uh, um, you know, you hear about them, you don't. You hear about him, but they don't get the respect they kind of should be getting. But you know, as far as the money that uh, he'll probably be getting here soon when he when he leaves, uh, he'll deserve every penny of it. So for me, yeah, I, obviously we've talked about the Bears receivers, and I had I was stumped for like forty <laughs> minutes that whole time. But uh, yeah, like within the Titans, Panthers, uh, you know, the Bears who are uh, making a comeback right now with the with the you're, biscuit. You're nine the biscuit, baby. Right. The the Niners are another one. Your your squad. Well, no, I, well, I, no. I'm trying to get over all these before, before I get into get the to bias. The yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to throw that out. there. Yeah. Once quick. Jarvis, once he does get to Frisco, <laughs> the Super Bowl's intact. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I just wanted to end it with that. If anything. Oh man, it's over. <laughs> it's all over, folks. Just put in your Niners tickets now because Jarvis Landry's on his way. Fifteen to one is still is still a killing. That's a steal, baby. It's crazy, man. But I gotta tell you, I I think. They they are legit, and I think that they will be uh, they will be interesting. I, I think they're a playoff team with with some potential. Uh, but they did lose maybe Reuben Foster, I believe. Right? right? Yeah, it was too. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was it the drug. Is it drugs? I think. Uh, yeah, it sounds right. I it's don't always know. drugs, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost like a trick question. <laughs> Jeez, man. Oh man. Well, I mean, how big of a loss is that? I mean, does that hurt them enough? To where it's an, it's going to be an issue, you think? Defensively, I mean, as a unit, as far as the front seven, um, you know, Ruben Foster, uh, where we picked him up, was definitely a great asset. Who should we wanted to be growing with him uh, within a team that's kind of young, new, uh, and they're we're trying to get you know our feet on the ground. But yeah, I mean, we we've we actually bared well with Garoppolo. It's easy to play with a guy. Uh, you know that can that can keep you off the field for a little bit, so you can get your breath, get your confidence when they get when you get leads. So for young guys that you know have seen Garoppolo now, uh, will it hurt us? Maybe I think he was kind of a key asset. He's a big energy guy, right? But you know, in in general, I think the Niners should be pretty fine. To clarify, it was domestic violence. He was accused of dragging his girlfriend. So. Yikes. Oh man, I'm well. Then I'm, I'm hurt that I said the drugs deal. I feel like I don't know anything. I'm, <laughs> well, hey man, you know, it, we're no, we're, I feel we're no. That was very, I think that was almost stereotypical, and I think I should take myself out of this room. Uh, <laughs> I might be done talking. I don't like to stereotype anybody, man. Oh no, no, no. I, I don't think that. I mean, you could have said domestic violence, and that would have been drugs, and then it would have been the same thing. So, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, both go hand in hand. Yeah. There's just it, nope. Something bad happened, and he's under. He was under arrest or whatever. So it's just, it's not a good oh, situation. His hopefully, it's not true. But as these things tend to work out, it usually is partially true. So our, our our guy Dave we'll Dave's listening in right now. He uh, texted Niners nine and seven, and the math Ooh. is off because uh, we're looking nineteen and zero. <laughs> so Dave, I know you're listening. <laughs> I know you, you're all the way out in Cali right now handling oh. some biz, but. Uh, Nice try. <laughs> nice text. Nine and seven. Wow. Well, we'll see. Also uh, in the news was uh, Marcus Peters getting traded from the Chiefs to the Rams, although they can't finalize it until mid-March when sure. the new season starts. Right. Uh, does that come from how you had a couple breakdowns at the end of the year, you think, and the Chiefs just had enough? I can't, I'm trying to think about what he said. Uh, he threw uh, the flag into the stands. Oh, I loved it. The stands, I loved right? it. Kyle yeah. thought he was a thug. I said, right. I would do that every play if I had the chance, <laughs> if I was on the field. That flag would be flying out as a souvenir. But, no, um, no, he was a 
He his game went from uh, hella weak to weak, as, yes, as he said. Yes, yeah. yes. But now One he's of the hella best go- interviews of the year. Right, he's hella gone now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But so he's hella out to the city of angels. Right, maybe. no, it's good. No, I mean he's, he's with he's with my boy McVeigh, man. He's, yeah. he's not, I know it's a rival, but he's he's clean. I think it's a yeah. I mean, from what you're saying, uh, maybe he did have some issues, and uh, man, it, it, he he took it pretty rough losing that game to the Titans. Um, I would hate to be the guy in the locker room to hear maybe some of the stuff that he was saying. Right, um, right, right. I'm just kind of allegedly saying these things off uh, out of my top of my head, but I think he had a lot of um, not anger issues, but uh, he knew the team was super good. And when you lose, you know, in certain yeah, areas, the emotion. And some of these guys are like that. I mean, yeah. so Terrell Owens, right? Uh, you know, Marcus Peters. I mean, I feel like sometimes the talent level. I mean, they just they just care so much, and that and that's a lot of what what happens with these situations, but. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a fantastic pickup by the Rams. Oh, it's incredible for a team that's growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I like it a lot. Um, I still believe that at the end of the day, they're always going to have problems with Jared Goff being their quarterback. You think so? I do. I I think that's McVay's puppeteering the. Okay. uh, Yeah. I I just I look at it with with in the same veil, I guess, with how um, Peterson did with Nick Foles. Right, I think the system is just so good that it minimizes quarterbacks from making mistakes. And I guess it gives them good opportunities to get the ball out, and um, you know, I'm not trying to hate on the kid. I just think there's still a lot of a lot of errors that he makes that I think we saw in the playoffs. Well, it definitely doesn't hurt that uh, you know if Gurley's running uh, rampant for you know half of the season, MVP-esque years. Yeah, so, you know, most most quarterbacks can definitely use that if they. At they their always, disposal. They always want to keep killing off my precious running game. Sure. Yeah, no. But it yeah, always comes it back yeah. up. Always it's a new world. Up. It's a new world. We're living in a whole new world, buddy. <laughs> Did we talk about college basketball yet? Uh, yeah, I think we covered that pretty well at the beginning of the show. Oh, or, I mean, I could just walk out and you could just close the whole thing. I'm going to just turn this page where there's nothing, <laughs> literally nothing on the back, on this end of the, okay. That's all there needs to be. That, that, <laughs> that blank sheet of paper in front of you is how I feel about the sport. It's also how That's my it. brain is when I'm just at work, uh, you know, just going over a bunch of numbers. So, <laughs> jeez, man. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man, uh, what, what do you think? Uh, anything about? I mean, the NFL draft hype is is you know still a little ways away, but it, it's going to pick up a lot next month. Um, you like anybody? I know you're a big college football guy, so this is an area where you're a little ahead of the curve than me when it comes to being a big NFL guy. What do you? I, I mean, let's say you're the Browns. Who do you take at number one? Man, <laughs> oh. Hard to be put on the spot when it's about the Browns. <laughs> oh man, brutal. I don't know. I like, man. You know, it's. I think they've uh, kind of buried themselves in a hole in these last couple of years, to say the least. But I don't know. I, if I were to, you know, I would still try. I, I think I would try to go QB. Um, but who's the guy? I mean, I, I feel like everyone thinks that's what they got to do because they don't have one. And unless they sign Kirk Cousins and give him a hundred and. Ninety-seven billion dollars. He's probably not going to play there. So right, yeah, and um, I mean, and a lot of the other guys that could have, you know, even Foles might be on the market, but that might be a, a stretch, you know, for, yeah. if, for, if anything. But uh, I don't know. Like for me, I, I I'm a big Trojans guy. I, I like Sam Darnold. I know he had a lot of uh, turnovers and it was rough, but I I think Darnold personally, in my in my personal opinion, I think is the best. 
Um, I know Josh Allen, you know, so you, one of so your you guys. He's the, so let me ask you this. You think he's the best fit, the best player, or he'll have the best career? Or I think, all of the above? I think going into the draft, for me, he's the best quarterback. Okay. Right, as okay. of right. You know, right, so right, right, right. if the Browns did make Darnold the pick, the pick. Like the guy that should start week one in the NFL is Darnold. Yeah, okay. I think so, yeah. I mean – Obviously, the NFL playbook is definitely a little bit different from uh, college. And when I mean a little, I mean a lot. But you know, um, you know, they kind of threw him in the fire at you know at USC um, after a couple bad games. Uh, they got slaughtered by Alabama last year, um, and then they kind of threw him in the fire. But uh, man, he, he's kind of he's got it. He can make some pretty uh, incredible NFL throws when he uh, when he's under pressure. And I've seen him make a, a bunch of you know down and distance plays as well, which you know really count in the NFL. Uh, as far as from like an analytics standpoint, I wish I knew more numbers. But from the eye test, turnovers obviously being a, you know a pretty brutal um, mark on his game. But uh, as far as like you know competing, uh, making you know great passes at great times, clutch moments, uh, I thought Darnold was the best of the ones I've seen. Nice. Well, that's a solid breakdown. I mean, I, I only got to see bits and pieces of each guy. Um, I usually delve into the combine a lot. Like I watch a lot of that right, uh, tape yeah. on that. Um, I get obsessed with it. I play in a big twenty-team fantasy league that I won for the third time, uh, and I I just love it because I, we we do a rookie draft, man. And then there's guys in there that you know the Alvin Kamara, yeah. uh, you know there, there's guys who should probably have gone higher, and um, you know Kareem Hunt's a guy Hunt, that didn't yeah. jump off to me. Okay, uh, the right. combine. Um, and I, that one kind of surprised me a little bit. He ended up winning the rushing title, right? Uh, yeah, which we was crazy. We forgot to shorten it here. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeff was so pissed. Don't listen, Jeff. Don't listen oh, to this. Oh, Jeff one. was yeah, so yeah. mad. Yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah. But, yeah. the no, yeah, no, rookies make a big difference, man. I oh. mean, but, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I could do that rookie draft, man. That's insane. Oh, it's great, man. We do two rounds, and, um, yeah, there's there's been some wild ones. Uh one year I wanted to take Russell Wilson, but right. but Matt Flynn was the starter. You told me, yeah, so we yeah. had to pass on him, and that one always. They named him the starter not too long ago after that, making yeah, him not yeah. well the in the summer they did. Oh that. right, the okay, summer yeah. after they you know were at practices and all that kind of thing, and then they saw how much better Wilson was. And how good was Russell Wilson stung. after? Was he okay? Yeah, I heard he was good. Oh, okay, he had no, a I didn't, season. I didn't watch. I just watched him play all the Niners games. <laughs> we still haven't beat the Seahawks in years, man. It's in, I think twenty eleven. I think I think that's I think nine and five is what Dave just said. I heard him over in California. Oh he sure, said, he said, yeah. They're gonna lose two games to the Seahawks. Right, yeah. We might not win any games. <laughs> <laughs> this is the pessimism right there talking. Oh man, the, the texts are flying in from Big Dave. He said. No, they got to take that bum Penn State running back. Oh, wait, no, sorry. He didn't write that. I I said that. No, it's kind of uh, close. He called me a golf hater, and he said, bring back the running game. That's the one good thing he said. And he said, Soul Cal Kid in Cleveland, epic flop. I No, okay, <laughs> Matt Barkley obviously was not the guy, and I never thought he was the guy anyway, but I think Darnold's different. So He's more Carson Palmer pre-injury with the Bengals? Yeah. Like, okay. I, I watched Barkley. You know, I watched these guys play most of the time. I mean, Pac-12 football, it, it is what it is. Not much going on, just kind of letting it fly. But uh, I thought Sam Darnold was great for the couple years that he played. And, you know, if he is an epic flop, then I'm done. I'll quit, my, I'll quit this job. I, I get the sense. Not serious. That, <laughs> yeah. I get the sense Josh Allen's the best. Sure. Only because only I believe what I see. And – 
I think that that guy was carrying a bunch of guys who weren't very good. It was terrible, especially this year. So, one, I, I respect that. I think that means you're a bit of a gamer. Right. Um, I don't know if Cleveland's the right spot for him, but I love the fact that he said he was totally wanting to go to the Browns because he felt like – he you know, could he, make a. That's well, what kind he of difference wants he can to. Make. Yeah, he wants to. You know, he wants to take on that challenge, and I think that's a cool thing too. But one. however, I think the best spot for him would be the Giants. Sure, because no, yeah, okay. they can sit him. Right, because they can go with Eli, and and you know, because at the end of the day, if the if the Giants are going to bounce back the way the Giants do, their defense will be better. They'll find a running back in rounds I two hope. or four. I They'll hope. be able to run the football. Eli will be able to hit Odell Beckham and the and the younger guys who got reps this year, and you know they they could jump right back. They got to find the guys to block for him. I think is the big key, but I, I think that makes the most sense because it's a transition where Allen can sit back and learn, um, not feel the immediate pressure of being a starter in Week One, and um, and it's a building block for the Giants to try to bounce back faster when Eli's kind of done. No love for Davis Webb. Just shoving him right up, right out the picture. Davis Webb, whoa! Just shoving him right out. I gotta the... see more combine to, to have anything to say about a guy named no. Davis Webb. Doesn't that guy just sound like the third round pick that takes two snaps in the NFL? He no, I thought, man, I could have swore, I could have swore he he. There was an article about him trying to tell the Giants not to take a QB. He's yeah. the kid from Cal, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he. I don't know what he's doing or what he could say to you know not take a guy like Allen, who's you know definitely a. Diamond in the rough. He man, he you know guys that uh, normally that have a chip on their shoulder going into the NFL, uh, like a Tom Brady, uh, you know Flacco coming out of Delaware, uh, you know guys that came up in certain positions where you know sure. not too many Russell people. Wilson, Russell being Wilson. Small. Oh yeah, no yeah, one yeah. knew Brees Drew also Brees. being small. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, uh, no one even wanted Josh Allen coming out of high school. Exactly. No I'm one. All, I, that, he had to write his thing. own his own stuff. To, you know, to all these coaches and. Uh, Moxie. That's right. what I'm always looking for in a quarterback. That that those are the guys you that win. Those are the guys that win. Yeah, exactly. Um, just kind of going over it as far as Wyoming won the Mountain West last year, which was like blew up, you know, everything, which was insane. I mean, I know the Mountain West is not that uh, great in college football, sure. Uh, but you know, this year where they lost most of their guys, Brian Hill, their you know special running back, uh, a couple receivers ended up leaving. Uh, they just had you know more of their defensive guys that kept them in games this year. But for what Josh Allen did with Wyoming, especially on the back end and a bowl win, uh, it's definitely uh, I think his stock definitely. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think he, I think he's definitely will need time, and I think that if a team you know that doesn't have much of an offense right now drafts him, like maybe um, I don't want to use Arizona because they have so many good weapons, but Still. their offensive line's a hot mess. Right? Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, that spot to me would be horrible for him because I think you're 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 not giving him enough time to be comfortable in the pocket on a regular basis. He needs to go somewhere, uh, you know, like Wentz. I mean, Wentz walked into the best offensive line in football. He got hurt. They brought Nick Foles in. It still didn't matter. I mean, when you have enough talent around you, you can grow into that role. And even Tom Brady, when he was a rookie, like it was, you know, he. He didn't have these gigantic stats that he, we we became accustomed to later in his career, right? Because it was he was just learning. He yeah. was learning on the job, and he did a great job because he had a good team. You got the moxie though. Oh, absolutely. Craig, another parallel, pretty dope. Uh, great Craig Bowl, who coached uh, Wyoming for these last couple years. Mm-hmm. He coached Wentz. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is crazy, tight. right? So now yeah. Josh Allen, who's you know maybe the best quarterback in this draft, right. or arguably. 
um, gets a chance to, uh, you know, shine and um, maybe help out another franchise to win a Super Bowl, man. So, you know, stuff like that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. doesn't matter. Sam happen. Darnold's still better. I don't even care. <laughs> I'm just bringing it up because it's a show. Oh, man. No. <laughs> here it is. And here it all is, people. Dave's hating it. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's hating that we're not bringing so, up Saquon. He's so mad right now. He's not <laughs> giving this cast with us. And, I mean, some some guy that's running back oh, going in the top God. five. Come on, Big Dave. What are we talking oh, about? Oh, man. All right, Mo. Well, it's getting to that time. Um we kind of did a great job covering the NFL. Sure. I, I think you had some amazing takes on college basketball that I wasn't paying attention to. Nice. But good. the listeners yeah. definitely should because Mo is solid. Get that eight money, uh, baby. But anything you want to say on the way out the door here? Uh, I just wanted to bring up no one. I know not no one Darnold. cares about this. No, not Darnold. Okay. Well, they care about him to an extent. <laughs> um, <laughs> Delaware played Drexel yesterday in a, basically a terrible colonial matchup. But... Uh, hilariously, uh, Delaware went up, I think before the half, 53 to 19. I, we were talking about it right? when, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we're watching through Don Best. And I'm, yes. t- and I'm telling you, I'm saying, uh, man, are you looking at the score? I thought Don Best got it wrong. I mean, usually they make some mistakes. And uh, Drexel came back from a 34-point um, uh, deficit and won. It's the largest in D1 history. That's something I, I definitely wanted to say. I thought that was incredible. Otherwise, it's good to see you, dog. Yeah, it's nice, man. man. I thought nice when you came back. in, and then bam, we were you know just as busy as we ever were, and I didn't even know Hawaii existed <laughs> again. Yeah, so I mean, uh, yeah, man. No, I'm I'm having a great time. Uh, you know, writing out the college basketball stuff, and uh, you know, enjoying everything as it goes, man. It's, it's very nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, if uh, if if our man Big Dave survives the softball trip to California with all the uh, wonderful ladies in his life. Good luck uh, as well. Uh, we hope to be back here on Monday. Uh, we're going to kind of touch on some MLB, hopefully. Uh, I'm thinking in, uh, some American League preview. Uh, go over some teams uh, that we think maybe have potential in the World Series. Um, any like thoughts on maybe some season win, over-unders. Uh, and then also, um, we got a couple contest ideas actually for you guys uh, to go go on um, that we'll we'll get into as we cover the AL and the NL preview. And the NL we'll do later in the week. Um, just kind of want to give our listeners a heads up on what to expect. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on the other sports here and there as we go, and maybe have some follow up to the NCAA stuff as it starts breaking over the weekend. Oh man, we'll and, be on uh, that. Oh yeah, we'll be on that. It's gonna be crazy. We want to get a March uh, March March Madness contest going, but Alan, I think, hates the idea of doing anything that has to do with college basketball. So we do apologize for no, that if we no, don't no. get it. We're, we're gonna have something for the people. As I've said before, I don't really hate on the tournament. So right. The okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, my bad. No, you I hate on the that. other tournaments for right. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah. We'll watch the CBI the and NIT. We'll watch the get C- them out. We'll watch get the them CIT out. together. Oh. That's a guarantee. Yeah. Those are getting turned off four hours early. Just <laughs> um, but anyway, it's great. Great to be back. It's great to see you, Mo. Uh, Big Dave. Big shout out to you out in Cali. Big Dave. Thanks for the uh, texts. Uh, some were very, very insightful. Some were horrendous, but we love you. Have a safe, wonderful time out there with the girls. And uh, we will catch you guys next time on Cash Considerations.